Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hola. Daniel, how you been doing, man? I've been doing pretty good. How about yourself? I can't complain. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, guys, next week, we're super excited. It's our 200th anniversary, 200 episodes. Woo woo. Uh, so what we're going to do for that, we're going to have a top five. It'll be after the news. Uh, we'll do light news. We're going to do two, a top five Geek Freak episodes. So hit us up on Twitter. We'll put out like polls and whatnot, as we usually do. Um, asking you guys, what is your favorite Geek Freaks episode? Um, and you could throw in some extra spice in the two, like who has the sexiest voice? And you can just put Frank for that. Or uh, who has the best intro? It's probably Daniel and his Olas. Mm-hmm. You just let us know. So hit us up on those Twitters like that. We're going to be doing that next week. Uh, we're also going to do a giveaway for it too. We're going to give away mugs, coffee mugs. And yeah. I actually need to get one for myself. I just realized that like, I'm going to hand out coffee mugs and I don't have one that has Geek Freaks on it myself. So I'll be buying an extra one of those for myself. Anyways, join us next week for that. Also, drop us reviews and stuff like that on iTunes. Okay, back to the fun stuff. What have you been playing? What have you been watching? All right. Uh, so right now, I haven't been really watching too many things. Uh, just WandaVision, for sure. I make sure I keep up with that. I finished, uh, I don't know if I said uh, Mandalorian season two yeah. the other day. And then playing... Only really playing Call of Duty right now. Uh, wow, mm-hmm. I took a little break, and I've been Same. reading my Twilight book, Mid- Midnight Sun. <laughs> oh my God, Daniel! Uh, sometimes you just disappoint me, you know, and, and that's okay. <laughs> I know. It is okay I know. to be disappointed by somebody else. I'm, I'm, Why, a, I'm a fan. On God's green earth, are you what, reading Twilight? Uh, Explain well, the, the reasoning behind this. So, in the beginning, when Twilight came out, I hated it. I thought it was like dumb. It's cheesy love story. Blah blah blah. Yeah, vampire. all the common sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was younger, but I have a cousin that we always like. Me and her always watch like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, everything, and she got me into Twilight. So now I love Twilight, and since the new book just came out of Edward's point of view, I kind of want to read it and see what Wait, happened. I thought it's Jacob's point of view. No, it's Edward. Oh man, they should do one from the wolves' point of view. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be bad, but I think it would just be too small of a book. Cause yeah, Ed- yeah, yeah. Yeah, Edward's there pretty much throughout the whole film for the first one or the first book. Is it as good in case? Okay, so in case we have Twilight Heads out there, is that what the fandom's called? Twilight Heads? I, I think so. I'm not what really sure. What do you guys sure. call each other at the Twilight conventions you go to? I, I don't go. <laughs> Bullshit. You're over there trying to find the ladies. I know it. Uh-huh. What, so what it, which do you think do you think this is a good book for somebody who's a twilight fan do you think it's as good as the first books uh so far it's been pretty good and i think a lot of twilight fans will enjoy it um it, it's been kind of interesting to see like instead of bella's point of view of like what she's going through in school and seeing everything it's kind of see it's cool to see what edward has to deal with and like how how much he's suffering being around Bella and kind of uh, it's so weird. You know how I, like I know gross that sounds. <laughs> I know it, it's funny and it's kind of cool. Like I, I'm so far enjoying it. Um, yeah, but I haven't gone too far into it. But hopefully, I'm hurting being around you. Like if some guy came up to a woman today and said like I I like you so much that it's hurting me. It, like, it, it was a more it was a, it was a more like that. It was more like I want to suck the blood out of you kind of thing because he's okay he's a vampire i'm glad you added that last part slowly (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. uh he's a vampire so and her smell and everything just he wants to eat her so it's kind of like it's kind of funny how how far in are you on this so far i think i'm only on like page 50 so far so okay and and so far you suggested to be for people to read oh yeah definitely it's been pretty good and my cousin's about to get it too so you're going to drop a review for us later on after you're done with this thing. We're going to get the, uh, yes, the full detail on this. All right. Uh, as for myself, one second, let me do this real quick. Okay. Sorry, just pressing a button. Okay. As for myself, and I'm not going to edit that out. You guys are going to get the behind the scenes on this one because I don't feel like editing this stuff out. Um, I've been reading comic books, uh, catching up on some that I had from the pull list that I've been setting aside. So I've been reading... Star Wars, The Higher Public. Man, I was so hyped about this comic book. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, Yoda's younger now and stuff like that. And it's just a whole new level. Like, honestly, Yoda's the only one that's still that's in this world that's, that we're familiar with. Um, 
But man, it's slow. It's so slow going, and I'm just kind of not having fun with it right now. So it's okay. But I'm gonna give it a few more issues before I take it off my pull list. Uh, but it is on the chopping block. It might be dropped off my pull list. Is it think. actually Yoda, or is it just a Yoda race? I'm sorry, Dan. He has uh, essentially made a cameo, and it is actually Yoda. But he's got like hair, and he's younger. He okay, still has a cane though, but he's, he's younger. I was reading something about how Yoda pretty much goes to this uh, planet and uh, meets a creature that has the Force, and it's a pretty much uh, trains him to wield the force and stuff like that. Is that pretty much the same thing or is it? Well, I mean, no, I mean, Yoda's uh, lived for I don't know, like, you know, hundreds of years. Uh, this is, he just makes a cameo on the, um, I think it's called the starlight base or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, this brand new base, that this whole thing's going to be wrapped around. Um, I don't know. I, maybe I just, I'm not necessarily a big fan of Jedi themed comic books. I think that might be the case because I can't stick with them very long. So mm-hmm. that might be the case. Uh, I'm also reading Thor right now and it's Donnie Cates Thor. And I, it's so freaking good. It was it was one of my comic books of the year last year, and it's still really good. And it's just got a nice little twist going on now. Uh, I I have kept up with what's going on with the Venom storyline, which is also Donny Cates, which is like his other big flagship thing he's doing right now. But I think I'm going to dedicate this week to just binging all King and Black books and catching up on the whole Venom thing that's going on right now with Donny Cates because it's like the Venom planet, and um, I'm just really excited about that. So. Donny Cates can't do wrong right now. So he's such a good writer, and I'm, and I'm hyped for that. That'll be good. Okay, let's get into the news. We had a real big one right off the bat. Superman reboot in the works. That means Henry Cavill is out. Not right away, yeah. Daniel. You text me, and he's like, no, not my Henry Cavill. <laughs> and so... <laughs> yes, I did. What are, you, what are your thoughts on... on? First off, let's go with... What are your thoughts on Cavill being out of, out of a job? I'm... I'm really disappointed, because I honestly loved him as Superman. And I really wish that second film didn't happen because it just yeah, ruined him. Yeah. yeah, it just ruined him and made mm-hmm. him look like the bad actor. And uh, it's 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 sad because I blame DC too because they were trying to push uh, the film to compete with like Avengers level yeah. of play. So way too just, fast. Yeah, th- yeah, way too fast. They hit it way too hard. They should have like kind of slowed down, made another Superman film, make sure Batman was good, then make a film, but not let's do Batman versus Superman and then let's make Superman be the villain and then make him look horrible. I honestly am disappointed in DC and this is why they are failing in the moving movie section compared to uh, yeah. Marvel. You nailed it on the head there with the they moved too fast thing. It's it was irritating the fact that like, oh hey, we want to make an Avengers movie. Well, I mean, Marvel put in the work. There's yeah. Iron Man one and two, there's the Thor standalone movies, the Captain So they set up their Trinity. Yes. And they really kind of put in this work and built this world around it. And you just have it's hard for DC, I'm sure, because they are they're constantly being compared to Marvel, who has it down like a fine oil machine. So much so <clears throat> that it's predictable. That's but crazy. I love it, you know. And so it's a shame. It's a shame that it couldn't work out for Henry Cavill. I really like the actor as well. Of course, he's excellent in Witcher. Uh, have you ever seen Tudors? He's in Tudors. That's kind of like the first thing I watched him in. Tudors? No, I have not seen it. He's very good in that too. And uh, he's he's very British in that, but it's really good. Uh, and then he's in Enola Holmes and stuff as, yeah, as Sherlock uh-huh. Holmes. And then uh, MI6, Mission Impossible or whatever. He was the he's villain. In, he's in Mission Impossible. He's yeah. really good in that actually. And I'm yeah. hoping he has a chance at playing 007 someday. Oh, uh, He's in the mix. So that'd be, be really cool. Pretty awesome. He's a better actor than people give him credit for. And so yeah, let's yeah. see if we can't. So, um, okay. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, who's the one that broke the story on this, J.J. Abrams is producing the feature, which according to sources is being set up as a black Superman story. So um, they have J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to be producing, but novelist Ta Nahisi Coates is going to be doing the story. And we had a an attempt at a black super or Superman a couple years ago with Michael B. Jordan. He was the one developing it, but it kind of fell through. Twenty nineteen, a lot of other things going on. So it kind of feels like this Michael B. Jordan is the slam dunk for this role because he's already been interested in it, and he would be easy to yeah. get on. He has the name power. He's not in the DC universe yet. Um, we'll go into a little bit of of which Superman you, this could be. 
But who do you want to play a black Superman? I've got my picks. I've got uh, one particular that I really need. All right. So I have uh, three of them. I was okay. thinking, well, pretty much Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah, I say Michael B. Jordan. He's, I think, I honestly He's think perfect. like that's going to be like, that's going to be like, oh, we need a crazy person. Okay. Well, then just go get, you know, Nic- Nicolas Cage. I think if you want a good Superman, yeah. you get Michael B. Jordan. And if you want, okay. it depends on how they're going to do the Superman. If they're going to just start off with, He's younger version of that Superman uh, that you're going to talk about later on. Uh, or if you want an older guy that it's already starting, he's already on Earth, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really depends. But I I was thinking uh, Adis Hodge from Leverage. Okay. And then uh, I was thinking uh, Idris Elba would be a, yeah. good, older a good older Superman. Yeah. That's uh Yeah, that's like an all-star version of Superman. I really like that idea. Yeah. Um yeah, the nice thing with so okay, so typically in the past Superman is played by somebody who's lesser known. And actually that's kind of what I want. I want a kind of no-name actor to play Superman and let's make them a star. Mm-hmm. Um but if you're going to pick somebody who's already established, my pick is um he played Manhattan from Watchmen. It's uh Yaya about so by the way, that's spoiler alert that he's Watchmen. That is Manhattan. <laughs> but um uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. He is the husband to Regina King in Watchmen, and he's so when he played, when he played her husband, he's already like, oh man, this guy's got a good Clark Kent vibe. And I'm not saying that this is gonna be Clark Kent, but he's got that good kind of um dad hanging out, you know, vibe. And then once he becomes Doctor Manhattan, then it like switches. You're like, yes, that is a super super powerful hero, and that's what you need in a Superman, somebody that just exudes that kind of power. So I think he would be awesome at it. And I mean, he, you guys got to watch Watchmen if you haven't watched it yet. He's, he's fantastic in it. Now, we have multiple options on what this could be. And of course, online, Twitter, it's a, it's a storm right now. Uh, everybody try to not only cast this. And by the way, when we cast the, uh, this character, it's just out of, character, out of actors that we're excited for. And so we hope that you guys uh, also voice, you know, who you think would uh, want to play these roles and stuff like that uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. So it could either be just a new Clark Kent. Or it could be Calvin Ellis, who is a black Superman from another uh, Earth. My favorite thing, I'm going to read his full wiki page uh, or wiki entry here. Um, my favorite thing about him is he's also the president of the United States. Like, that is cool because it's a whole new story. Yeah. I'm kinda, I mean, I'm kind of tired of just like he's the reporter, Lois Lane. What do you think? Uh, actually, I'm not, it's pretty awesome to see that like Superman is the president because then mm-hmm. I didn't read the comic book. I want to know who's the villain. Is the villain still Lex Luthor? Is he still is he trying to become president? Is it like it, it's honestly pretty amazing. And if this film does good, it'd be cool to see the whole multi universe. They get the Clark uh, like a Clark Kent Superman yeah. too, and then pretty much they meet up or something like that. Like. That'd be pretty awesome to see. Yeah, what we need to do is get on, like we have like Wednesday pull list and stuff like that. Different podcasts that are in our group that uh, that are like they read every comic book. Yeah. I I need we need to have them on for a bit and discuss about some of these things. Like we could, maybe we could get together like a list of comic book questions for them, mm-hmm. and uh, and like hey, can you explain Agnes's uh, origin story, Agatha Harkland's or whatever from you know WandaVision, that kind of thing. Because there's certain things like, yeah, I read comic books, but I have a couple that I like that I read every week yeah. and I don't have like an encyclopedic no- uh, knowledge of all of them. Yeah. So that's the same thing. I haven't read Calvin Ellis' story. So that's why I ended up pulling the, w- the wiki intro for him. So here we go. <clears throat> Calvin Ellis, Kryptonian name Kal-El, also known as Superman, is a Kryptonian president of the United States on a different Earth in the multiverse. On his Earth, he became Superman in addition to, uh, to being the president. It is likely he's native of Vathlo Island due to his reference to the word Vathlo. He operates from the White House where Brainiac serves as his personal computer and even covers for him while he does his duties as Superman. So that'd be really cool. Like he's out, he's saving the day. And yeah. then you have like Brainiac back at the place, like almost like hijinks trying to like, yeah. oh, the president's in another meeting or whatever. He's like trying to shuffle things around and stuff, trying to hide him. Um, and it'd be cool to see Brainiac as a good guy because every time he yeah. does, it's a very interesting story. All right, let's move on to our next thing here. DC fans rejoice. We have finally confirmation of a Blue Beetle movie. Uh, this is going to be the third Blue Beetle, Jamie Reyes, uh, taking the title. 
Uh, for you guys unfamiliar, J.B. Ravis discovers a scarab, which is like a a beetle, you know, and becomes that becomes the blue beetle battle suit. Uh, he took the mantle after the death of Ted uh, Cord. Ted ends up coming back to life because it's comic books, but nevertheless, J.B. Ravis keeps the suit. Um, with the suit, he has superhuman abilities and fights crime. Blue Beetle is, he's, the reason he's so likable to the fans is he's very youthful and he's kind of like wisecracking, kind of like a Spider-Man or a Rogue, if you think of like the 90s cartoons version of Rogue, or actually uh, Static Shock, I know we were talking about Static Shock uh, a couple weeks ago, like that as well, these like wisecracking young young kids that are superheroes. Um, what do you think about Blue Beetle joining the roster of the DCEU? Well, one, uh, never seen uh, any Blue Beetle, or I read any Blue Beetle comic book. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know that he was a superhero. I, yeah. I remember like watching Super Smallville, and there was like one episode they brought in uh, Blue Beetle. I was like, yeah. "What the hell is this?" Um, it's cool. Uh, it's cool that they're they're bringing lesser known superheroes, making them movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty awesome because I'm kind of getting tired of like rebooting Superman, rebooting yeah. Batman, rebooting. Uh, who is it? Wonder Woman next, probably, since the second film was horrible. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, like uh, you were saying, like he's like useful, kind of like a uh, Spider-Man. Hopefully, he's our our DC of Spider-Man. Like they make yeah. multiple uh, franchises of them. Uh, but I I don't know enough about Blue Beetle. Talk about it. I yeah I I read one of his runs when he was with uh booster gold and usually the two are teamed up another hero um i think it'd be cool it's it's one of those things where you need to show lesser known heroes to the mainstream for it to be to feel fresh because if we see again clark kent like you know just being a reporter or i i mean i'm so tired of seeing batman's parents getting shot in an alley yeah. we get it you know we don't have to see those again so let's show fresh and original stories that haven't been touched yet there's so many i mean there less than 1% of superheroes have made it into the, the feature films. I mean, there's so many out there that you could touch. And so I think we should, should give them the spotlight. Might as well. This is going to be done by uh, Gareth Dunnett Alacor. Uh, he's, he's the one going to be writing the script. He's also did the Scarface remake and Miss Bala. Uh, we have Zeph Foreman as executive producer and Angel Manuel Soto. He's going to be doing um, the directing. He also did La Granja, which is really good, and Charm City uh, King. So. If, is there another smaller superhero you think deserves, like especially in DC, that deserves a movie? Um, yeah, I I have a few. So I was okay. thinking, I feel like Batman Beyond deserves a movie. Yeah, that's that's just a slam dunk. Yeah, uh, he's not lesser, but he's still a known fucking. Well, he is. He he has been seen anywhere. He he is yeah. less known to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was thinking uh, Martian Manhunter to get his own movie. Oh, I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. And I was even thinking uh, Static Shock should get his own movie. Yeah, that's funny. We were just talking about Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one, too. That's such a slam dunk. Uh, all those are really good. And I'm hoping Static Shock, because Milestone Comics is getting getting big again, mm -hmm. that, that, that he has a chance of be, uh, being on the big screen because he's a really cool character. Uh, for me, Doctor Fate. I want Doctor Fate Dr. out there. Fate. If you guys like Doctor Strange, check out Doctor Fate. Uh, they both kind of play their that similar role for each of the their respective universes. Um, really great character all around, just a lot of fun. And uh, I like characters that have like that long lineage, kind of like Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Mm -hmm. That long lineage, and he's similar to that. You know, so check out Doctor Fate for me. Uh, I was but thinking, DC has a chance, you know. I don't know. I I, I think they do, and I was thinking today. Um... Joker did really well. Why right. don't they make more villain films? Because yeah. I feel oh, like DC point. has a lot of good, you know, villains. Freeze, Penguin, uh, Two-Face. Yeah. I feel like they could definitely make, they would probably do really good. And, I mean, Marvel hasn't done that yet. Like, worked on villains, just like solo mm -hmm. villain films. It would be kind of yeah. cool if like DC decided, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's try villains right now. We have one coming with Black Adam that's uh The Rock starring, but that's gonna be more yeah. of like a big action movie. I would like to get more of those grounded movies like Joker, 
Which is where DC yeah. has Marvel beat. Like, why are you guys yeah. not using that then? The DC yeah. Black label is where they're beating Marvel. And so, yeah. It, uh, okay, so we've done this before. We talked about here's our villains that we would want. This is going to be off the cuff, so heads up on that. But villains that we'd want to give the Joker treatment to. Uh, we talked about Batman ones. I said Dr. Freeze at the time. Could you think of non-Batman villains that you'd want to see get that DC Joker treatment? Brainiac wouldn't be bad. He could, yeah. he could definitely do something. Um, cause he's kind of like, who's the big, who's the big villain for Superman? I can't think of it right now. Uh, there's he's, dark side. Dark, there's, yeah. There's dark Lex side. Luthor. Yeah. Dark side would be a good one. They would have to recast Lex Luthor cause the last one was yeah. horrible. Uh, they did in the show that Superman and Lois, they have a brand new Lex Luthor that I'm like, yes, I am down for uh, this. It's full on wearing a suit, like really? a, a mecha suit. Yeah. Lex Luthor. Oh, badass. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Looks like he's like Iron Man, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like they they could definitely make movies, uh, of villains too, mm-hmm. and then try to see if that works. That's what I was thinking today. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. That is a good one. There. There's there's so many there's so many untouched things, especially in DC, like that. I I think deserve some some attention. So we'll have to see. Um, I think Reverse Flash's story is really good. That's where he he has to like. He idolizes Flash in the future and goes back in time and he messes things up. So you have like this guy who's like fighting his old hero. Like he grew Mm -hmm. up with a Flash museum around and he dying a few few hundred years ago. And he goes back in time, messes things up, and it's just so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Speaking last DC uh, show we're going to be talking about, Constantine is getting a series. It's in the works over at HBO Max. J.J. Abrams is producing this as well. Um, It's likely to cross with his league... Um, Justice League Dark series that he's got currently in development. Uh, this is going to be one of the new HBO series they got coming on to HBO Max, including Peacemaker. That's from uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, that's played by John Cena. So John Cena is going to have his own series. And uh, the Gotham Police series. So it's like Gotham, but it's going to be more like Gotham PD hardcore for HBO Max. Um, so that's pretty cool. We have Guy Bolton will be writing this with David McKenzie, set to direct. Bolton is also... Um, writing the upcoming Hell on uh, high, hell or High Water uh, for HBO. So, a couple things for you. I, I kind of think Constantine's like, it's just too expensive to make into a series. While I love the Constantine show, he's so magic-oriented that mm-hmm. the CGI budget's got to be through the roof. Do you think it's wise to make Constantine series? Looking at the reviews, a lot of people loved it. And yeah. there's no reason to rework another series unless he wants to change it towards uh based off a different comic book or whatever the hell riser hell blazer Hellraiser. yeah mm-hmm. Hellraiser. um that would be the only thing but it's just disappointing to see this because yeah. you got you got so much potential you got you could make zatanna you could bring back um yes oh man people who don't know who zatanna is it- she is so freaking important and people yeah. don't know who she is. Like in all the crisis events and all these massive flashpoint events or whatever, it's like, oh yeah, here comes Zantana to like do something huge and then just bounce. So she's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you got Zatanna, Swamp Thing, Dead Man. Yes. Why Yes. Why bother wasting more money on Constantine right now? Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe it's a lot of money to make another Constantine, you know, for a series. Make another yeah. movie. The movie... I thought it was really good with Keanu Reeves. Ma- I thought it was too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love Matt Ryan, the one that played it in the actual series. Yeah. I thought he did uh, a good job too. Uh, I I heard good things about it. I just never got into the show. Uh, but if you w- had him work on Zatanna or Swamp Thing and see if he, how he does, you know, with the whole Justice League Dark series, like, yeah, he could bring all that. Just bring back the Constantine too. Just use him for the the Dark series. I think that would be pretty pretty good, and then we don't have to keep getting other reboots of again other shows. I want to see new things. I want to see Santana, Swamp Thing. Like I said, yeah, it's just disappointing. It's like let's reboot, let's reboot. I'm 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 sick and tired of DC doing that. Speaking of Zatanna, if you guys aren't familiar with her, one thing that's really unique about her that's just so freaking cool is she's dressed like a straight up magician. Like yeah. a Vegas magician. And it's so cool. It's like, who thought of that? That's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. I just, she's, she's totally underutilized. And um, if you watch the DC animated films, which is by far the best thing that DC makes, other animated films, she's in a lot of those and they really kill it. There's a, there's a Justice League Dark and stuff like that. You guys should check those out. Really good. 
Do you think, the last question DC-oriented for the day, do you think DC should just reboot all of the movies and start over again? I mean, at this point, I wouldn't reboot Aquaman or uh, Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman. Those are really good, but yeah, at this point, I mean, you're already getting rid of my my favorite actor for Superman, Henry. <laughs> I love to think that on your fridge, you have a picture of Henry Cavill cut out with a heart. <laughs> yeah, I have it on my other wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's pinned to the ceiling above your bed. <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, like, you looked up right now. You just looked up at <laughs> <laughs> That we do. Oh, I'm thinking great. right there. Yeah. Uh, well, at this point, oh, just man. go ahead, just reboot it, uh, everything else. But they need to work on these little projects. But do like what Marvel's kind of doing. Like they're bringing the movie actors to the series. So they got the Loki, uh, they got um, Olsen from One uh, Division, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Do what they're doing. Find your actors that you're going to have for the series, but also bring them into the movies. Maybe that might help us out. Yeah. Might, might, which we might see Marvel doing that. There's a lot of hints to, um, actually, it's not even in the notes, but there's a lot of hints that Spider Man 3, we already know is going to have everybody on there. And they, they mm. talked about Daredevil being in there. And we didn't report on it or talk about it because it was like, well, it's very rumory. Mm-hmm. But we just found out that they're doing a courtroom scene. Yeah. What a great way to have Daredevil. Yeah, that way you just definitely. actually have him as you know, and as the fans, we're like, oh, and it's actually going to be that Daredevil. Mm-hmm. What a neat little treat! We don't see need to see him as Daredevil. It's just cool to see him out there doing his thing. Like if you were to have, um, give me an example. If you had Tony Stark, not necessarily as Iron Man, but you just saw him at like a fundraiser event yeah. in the background of another movie. Like it's just cool to have that level of crossover too. Um, so that the fans are treated, you know, I don't know. At this point, I'm hoping the new Batman's good. I'm excited for that with Robert Pattinson, just because that trailer yeah. looks so neat. Looks- but I'm good with you. I I do not want Ezra Miller as my Flash, first and foremost. Oh yeah, definitely. I think yeah. I think they. I honestly, I'm cool with the Flash series guy. Uh, what what's his name? Grant Gustinson. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with him being the actual Flash in the yeah. like if they were making a movie, something like that. Or you and me both. I, I like uh, him a lot. He's he's got a good personality. But I'm happy that they're bringing another producer, J.J. Abrams. And mm-hmm. I mean, getting, like I said, uh, James Gunn was huge, too. So hopefully James Gunn is awesome. Hopefully it starts making DC a little bit better. And hopefully they get a little bit better producers for uh, the other films. I think the key in the end of the day is they need to find one guy to steer the ship. Like they have yeah. Kevin Feige at Marvel, who just runs everything. And everything has to go past him. They don't necessarily have that. They have like a council thing going on. It's like a group of people making choices at DC. Pick one dude. J.J. Abrams, fine. If it's J.J., fine. We'll have a bunch of mystery boxes tucked in every damn movie. Fine. Or if, I mean, if they were to get James Gunn to do every yeah. one of their movies, I'm on board. Taika Waititi. Could you have Taika Waititi did every one of their movies? Holy shit. I would buy my tickets ahead of time. We'll have to or, see. I, they need just, somebody to steer it. Or just sell to Disney. Give up. I mean, at this point, I'm just so disappointed every single time. Oh, Daniel, and that's so bad. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm just disappointed though. There's so I know. many better heroes in DC and they just can't yeah. do it. And it it's just frustrating. It's and so frustrating. I'm just I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's something we brought up in the past. Batman and Superman, I mean, I'm pretty sure if they gotta be very close anyways. To being off copyright. And of course, they always change things and extend the copyright. But once, like, it's like Sherlock Holmes. Look at all the versions of Sherlock Holmes we have. Some I like, some I don't care for. I generally yeah. like all of them because I like Sherlock Holmes. But then we get a bunch of Sherlock Holmes cards. Can you imagine if Batman was done that way? So we mm-hmm. get a Wes Anderson version of Batman plus uh, whatever, uh, Quentin Tarantino, and then a horror film with Batman in it. Like, yes, all of those, you know? Let's we'll see. I don't know. It's, it's, these, <laughs> Warner Brothers and DC are just frustrating lately. That's why I stopped yeah. reading their comic books for a little bit, taking a break. Yeah. But Donnie Cates, guys, over at Marvel, <laughs> read up. Um, more Marvel news. We have Spider Man and Loki release date. Spider Man, which is now going to be called Spider Man No Way Home. I like that title. Oh. It's going to hit theaters December 17th. Hopefully, by December, I, I would assume by December 17th, we're good to go to theaters. So. I'm excited to see the theaters with no delays. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, everything around me. Loki's going to be landing on Disney Plus on June 11th. I'm very excited for the Loki series. 
Uh, that is going to be a weekly series every Friday, much like WandaVision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is coming up next month. Um, they okay. they haven't announced what it's a be about, right? The Loki series? Yeah. No, but it sounds like they have him. They need people to like, it's like an agency that travels through time, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. And they're like, oh, hey, Loki, you know, since you're you, um, we, we could use your help. Maybe he's doing something like that. I don't know. So- but it looks like it's going to be a lot of. Just wacky fun through time, which is oh, if you're okay. to pitch a show to me. That's it right there. So, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. What do you think about that name? Uh, I actually like the name. <laughs> I like yeah. right when I, I read that, I was like, oh, okay. So, he's trapped somewhere or other, the other, yeah, <laughs> or the other Spider-Mans are trapped. Like, yeah. when I heard that, I was like, home. oh, I'm so excited. And I'm hoping I get to see Toby Maguire back in the suit. That's why I'm, I'm like, I, I, I honestly think that's it. happening. I'm have to watch those. I'm gonna have to watch those fucking terrible Garfield movies. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Oh, so I'm all yeah. hyped up and excited for everything. They weren't bad though. Okay, I didn't like. I've never it. seen those movies, What's The Amazing name? Spider-Man's one and two. Oh really? Yeah, with with, with oh. Garfield. Yeah, oh, damn. Yeah. They weren't bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a bite the bullet. I was I was an angry twenty something year old that was like. I'm going to boycott them because I think they should have stuck with Tobey Maguire and the... like Marvel was going to listen to me. Sony and Marvel were going to listen like, oh, wait, let's check with Frank and make sure he's OK with this. No, they didn't do that. So See, the third <laughs> movie for Tobey Maguire was awful. Just I know. Awful. I know. But I wanted them to stick with it a little bit longer so we can get more Venom. I wanted to like extend. Oh, the yeah, Venom. definitely. I agree. They just like threw him in there. And I was like, oh, that's such a shame. He deserves his own thing. He's so good. Yeah. Which we eventually got. Um, but yeah, okay. And then what MCU project? We have so many coming up and they're all kind of planned out. What MCU project are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I, Loki's pretty high on my list, actually. Loki, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, so pretty much uh, I want to see Spider-Man. No worries. Yeah. Way home. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes, Can't wait Love for that Thunder. one. Um, and then... Black Panther, the series. I'm excited for that. I know. It, Which series? I'm sorry. The Black Panther series. I know. Oh, that's right. Two, yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be I'm about Wakanda. Kind of kind of hoping it's going to be good. And then yeah. hopefully they they show the next Black Panther and it's like something about building that character up or something yeah. like that. I, I'm, I, that's I'm what I'm sure hoping. It's going to be Shuri. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. That would be awesome. I, I that really would. She would kick ass as a good Black Panther. What's yeah. your number one project you're looking forward to the most? Number one is Thor. I love yeah. Thor movies. I've, I love they, the first one of yeah, the second one. The first one was so. good. The second one was pretty good. The third one to me was so badass. And one of my yeah. most rewatched Marvel ser- uh, movies, I'm down for a new one. Uh, for me, I would have to say it's that new um, Doctor Strange. Especially okay. now that we know that Scarlet Witch is going to be there. And I'm... I'm putting my I'm putting my money on it now. We're gonna we're gonna be reviewing all of Wandavision next week too during the two, the two hundredth episode. Um, I'm putting my money on it now that Doctor Strange comes in and saves the day in Wandavision. You think so? so? I'm hoping so because we know Paul Bettany said there's gonna be one big cameo coming, and he said that um, Silver Surfer wasn't it. So I'm hoping it's that. By the way, spoiler alerts, if you guys don't know. I mean, honestly, how are you not watching Friday morning as soon as you wake up every day? But yeah. Every Friday, but nevertheless. I have been um, so happy with WandaVision. And we have a, oh, a yeah, gentleman in our, in our Discord that disagrees. <laughs> and everybody was like, what? <laughs> everybody really? Was like, I'm like, hey, everybody. Everybody has their opinions, guys. Don't, don't all everybody like, oh, my God, the vapors. Like, <laughs> faint. There could be a person who doesn't like WandaVision. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm extremely excited every Friday morning. Yeah. Doesn't mean now if it was Mandalorian, I would have a problem. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so good, so good. Marvel. I mean, just keep it up, guys. And if you yeah, could definitely. like send some letters to DC showing them how to do things, I, we would really appreciate it as fans. Oh, yeah, okay. That would be really grand. <laughs> All right, next up, Avatar franchise is expanding. Nickelodeon is launching an mm-hmm. Avatar studio and plans to expand the entire franchise. So, uh, creators Michael D. Martino and Brian. Uh, boy, that's hard. Kunitsko, uh will be running the studio, which is huge news if you're a true Avatar fan, because these guys have been, they were part of the original movie, and then they were ignored. The movie sucked. And now they were part of the Netflix series that's currently being in development, the, the live action Netflix series, and then left because of creative differences. So 
now we're worried about that project. Yeah. Um, but they do do the comic books. And if you read the comic books, it feels like you're watching the series. It's just extending the story. It's really cool. Uh, the studio is going to be making content for Paramount Plus, Nickelodeon, theaters, and some third-party platforms. So we'll probably get you know some help with the, ne- the Netflix stuff. Uh, currently, you can watch Ang and Cora on Paramount and Netflix. If you guys are familiar about Paramount Plus, by the way, it is CBS All Access. It just got renamed. So you have, if you have CBS All Access, which you should because you're watching a bunch of Star Trek, it, you already have it. It's called Paramount Plus now. Daniel, okay. Yeah. Do you think anime, animated movies are good in American theaters? Because the first thing we're getting out of the studio is an Avatar movie. So do you uh, think animated anime would do good in, in America? I, I think it's done good. It- I think it's done good and it's done bad. It depends on what the movie is. So, like, if you're saying Pokemon, Pokemon, you, I think, generally yeah. does pretty good. I went to a Yu-Gi-Oh! one movie. It didn't do so good. So it just really depends on the fan base and um, if if you people are actually going to see it. I definitely think Avatar coming to the theaters, a lot of people are going to see it. I'll I be think, online. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm. I won't be online because of COVID, but I definitely well, be, be there. Oh, this is an animated movie. It won't come out until like 2022. Oh, okay. It, probably 2023. Yeah. Oh yeah. If at that point there's no COVID, then definitely I'll be online. I can't wait. But it does good and does bad. Uh, it just depends on what what it is. Like I said, Pokemon, you're gonna get a lot of people. You go probably not. It's hard because I feel like for a movie to be successful in the United States, you have to be able to pull from the four quadrants, usually. And do you think people who are not familiar with the Avatar movies would give this movie a shot? I don't think so. but That's I, the hard part. Yeah. But back then, when we were watching it, it Avatar wasn't as big until yeah. uh, now. Now it's like super big. Everybody's watching it. So... I think us being older, you know, we're all going to see it. And then um, even the newer audience will definitely see it. The younger adults, you know, will definitely see it. It's so funny you said that during the announcement of the studio, uh, Michael DiMartino was saying that Avatar is like 10 times more popular now than it was when we were actually airing them. Yeah. And they chalk a lot of that up to people streaming it and getting the DVDs and stuff and Blu-rays. So, yeah, there is a growing fan base to it after, you know, post-mortem. So that's really cool, of course. And then people like me and you that are like telling Squeaks like, hey, dude, stop what you're doing. Yeah. Stop going to work. You're going to love and it. And binge this. Um, and now he's like a super anime or a super Avatar fanboy. So that's that's what happens. Even like um, Korra was really well done. Like I love well Korra. Yeah. What kind of story within the Avatar universe do you think they're going to tell in a movie? Uh, Well, I don't know what they would tell. But I'm like kind of hoping if they like release the first movie, it's like five years maybe after the the war with Fire Nation. They're mm-hmm. like teenagers. They're still trying to clean up like uh, stragglers of that Fire Fire Nation. Like um, hoping it's a story like that based off that. And then like uh, just they're actually teenagers, not time jump 75 years <laughs> he's gone no, I, I, I don't want to see that a movie of that well, that's, I want, yeah that's what they do with Korra Korra was like 60 yeah. years after, after the uh, I, Avatar I want to see that middle that middle of yeah. what happened after um, I know Zuko still uh, well looks for his mom finds yeah. out what which happened which that's done in the comic books yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they could um, just make those comic books into the movies too yeah um, I'm I'm really hoping because it's like Avatar Productions or whatever. I'm hoping there's like just multiple shows of Avatar, like like uh, just like pretty much the way Marvel's doing, like one division mm-hmm. Loki. I'm hoping there's like bloodbending stuff like that, or oh, Korra, yeah. like individual projects, and then one main story would be amazing. That would be really cool. Yeah, do individuals and then set up for a crossover. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, I'm on board. You know I me. Mean. Uh, I'd be there for sure. Uh, I, I would like for them to do before Avatar. I would like to see uh, either the, the start of the war. We had flashbacks to the two, to um, basically the first, like the, I don't know, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The Avatar before Aang and uh, Zuko's grandfather uh, fighting it out. We saw that. But 
I mean, we could get feel for even that. Get the the founding of the Kyoshi Warriors or something like that. Because I think the technology wise, I don't want to see any more in the future. I don't want to see them like flying planes as much as I want them to see them with more animal based stuff. And because the animals in Avatar are always fun with these weird crossbreed stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, say we're standing in line for Avatar, which we will be. I want to know what are you dressing up as? So I'm thinking I'm going as Appa. Oh, what the? Uh, Heck yeah. I never thought yeah. of that. Uh, probably. I know. I'm, I was well, praying on you, bro. Honestly, I'm going to be going bald soon. I guess I'll try Aang. <laughs> 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 or uh, the movie Ung. That is not allowed on this podcast. Oh, and sorry. so, uh, <laughs> guys, this is Daniel's last episode of the podcast. Uh, he done fucked up. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bring me back. Bringing him back. Okay, he's coming back for this one. Here we go. Two new shows joining Netflix. We have a live action series about Wednesday Adams. That's from the Adams family. Going to school. So let me read a little tagline they got for you here. Wednesday is the murderous daughter of the macabre uh, Adams family. We will see Wednesday attend Nevermore Academy. So that's probably named after Alan uh, uh, mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe's poem, uh, The Raven. This will be the television debut for Tim Burton. So Tim Burton's actually directing this. And what? I would like to see him do a Wednesday added project. What are your thoughts on them doing a live action thing all around Wednesday? I, I, I would watch like Adam's Family and then like, but I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah, uh, I, I was a really big fan of the movies. Well, oh, were you? But I still don't know if this is going to be any good. <laughs> it yeah. It seems crazy. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be good at all. Remind you... me, what's the Netflix series with a key? Uh, Lock and Key? Lock and Key. I want those guys to do it, though. Uh, I think like I that. trust those guys to do it. Tim Burton, we'll see. I like Lock and Key to do this. Yeah. Is that 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 house, the way they filmed everything in that house, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really cool. That would be cool to show that as like a school kind of thing, that kind of way. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. If if yeah. they they actually produced it, yeah, it definitely would be pretty good. I think the li- the live the last Tim Burton film was unfortunate events, correct? With uh or no. I think he's done like Big Fish. He's done a lot of like okay movies lately. He hasn't really done uh, anything outstanding since his early yeah. 90s days. So it's kind of hard. I mean, Edward Scissorhand was so iconic mm. that he wrote that for a really long time. I don't know if he's still got it in him. Hopefully he uh, does. We'll see. <laughs> a TV show might be nice to change a pace so we might see something creative out of him that we hadn't seen before. Huh? The other thing we have here is an anime project coming from ne- uh, Netflix. Uh, it's going to be uh, Dota Dragon's Blood. So this is going to be based off the Dota video game. It's done by the animation house that did uh, Legend of Korra. So Dota as... Okay, let's start with this. Dota as an anime. Do you think that's going to work? Uh, I don't think so, but it depends. Mm-hmm. I played Dota too. Uh, there is a lot of character background. Even in League of Legends, there's character background. And I don't know if people are going to be like man i can't wait like maybe dota fans will be excited for it but i don't think like us that yeah that you know that don't play that game will enjoy it like even if a league of legends like league, league of legends coming out with the uh mmo like that's gonna be kind of bad i think you think so yeah yeah so i i don't think i don't think it's gonna be good i mean look at look at look at world of warcraft like they came out with a movie and it didn't do so good so I don't think. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as a World of Warcraft fan, but if I wasn't yeah, a WoW fan, see, I wouldn't get all yeah. the little references, so it wouldn't be as good. Um, do you think there are any other video games that would make a good anime? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, so, uh, my favorite game, uh, Final Fantasy X and X2. Uh, oh, yeah. I was thinking that would be a really good anime uh, to actually watch, just join them together. Then, uh, they they even have like Blitzball in that. So like in the series, like he could be um making his team, getting better at Blitzball, the sport, which was a really fun little mini game in the game. Uh and then I was thinking Kingdom Hearts hasn't come out with like an actual film. 
Maybe some with Kingdom Hearts. That would, would be, be so hard because somebody has to own. It'd have to be from yeah, Disney, right? It would have, have to be, be from Disney. Disney but but I like that be, idea. It'd Shit, be kind of cool to see something like that. <laughs> I'm right now imagining Squeaks' face when he listens to this. <laughs> You know he's gonna have to like pull the car over and like get out of his car and walk around it a few times. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm surprised like Disney hasn't actually worked on a film like that yet. I don't know why they have the assets they need for it. I mean, I'm sure Square Enix would just want their name on it, and then they have Disney Plus, and I would yeah. be watching it because because when you play Kingdom Hearts three, it's mostly a series. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so many cutscenes. You could really just good. add so much more, like with the villains and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I wish Disney would actually work on a project like that. It would be kind of cool. It would be like almost like, you know, like a series like we would watch like Tailspin back then, something like that. That will be yeah. our new show, you know? But it would be, what I like is the idea of Disney doing an anime. And I can't think of really a Disney anime yet. Have you? Can you think of anything they've done? Uh, well, I mean, Disney animated like Little Mermaid. like. Well, no, no, no. Uh, Not animated. I'm saying uh, animes, like Japanese style oh, anime. anime. No, I honestly haven't. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see what they can do with that. Um, yeah, I, I, the Final Fantasy was also good because you could use a lot of these lesser known Final Fantasy stories, not necessarily seven, like everybody's talking about seven yeah. all the time. But like ten is a great story. There you go, boom, right there. I think that's a good idea too. We'll have to see. Um, there's a lot out there, and I, and I've been hearing lately. I was reading an article where they're talking about like video game movies are gonna be huge because yeah. now studios are starting to realize, especially after COVID, when everybody went home and played video games. Yeah, studios are starting to realize how much of a big um, industry video games are and how much they are a big media. Like Netflix came out a few years ago saying like our biggest competition isn't Hulu or HBO. It's Fortnite. Getting people to stop yeah. playing Fortnite and come watch Netflix for a little bit. And I think people are starting to realize that, you know, so we'll have to see. That'll be pretty cool. Matter of fact, on Fortnite, they're doing a short film. Or I think they just finished actually a short film festival within Fortnite, where there's a theater and you go over and you can watch different short film festivals uh, oh, awesome. you know featured cool little thing and like why not you know this is so cool all right more video game news here we have vampire masquerade bloodlines 2 being delayed not only that they're losing the lead developer a uh, hard suit labs is uh leaving for the development uh that's a bad sign when the developer leaves what are your thoughts do you think that they'll continue it without them they said they're going to keep making it they said they're going to keep making making the game, um, and they just don't know how, when it'll come out. I don't think it's. I think they're starting almost from scratch on this one, man. If you're going to lose, because they're not losing just the lead, they're losing like the lead team, oh. you know. So it's you're having to really you, you're losing so much. I think we're probably looking at a 2023 game here. I don't think it'll look anything like what we saw at uh, E3 a couple years ago. That I trailer. don't think so. I don't think so, man. I think we're we're missing out on this one. Uh, honestly, seeing the game, it wasn't really that appealing to me. Like I didn't yeah. like. So, am I disappointed about it? No, it, it's not like a big, big known game. Like mm -hmm. if it was like something like Resident Evil, yeah, I'd be disappointed because I love Resident Evil franchise. But it wasn't really that. I wasn't a big fan of it. Were you and neither was I. There are a lot of big fans of it. Scott in our Discord, for example, this was like oh, one of his favorite games. Really? People like that, I mean, people who are fans of the series will be upset. But yeah, personally, it's one of those things I'm just not attached to it. And and in general, I'd rather games be done right. I think we've learned after Cyberpunk that delays are better than releasing an incomplete game. Or incomplete game. Yeah. And so it's like, take your time, guys. Make this game right. Uh, same thing with Halo. Halo keeps giving updates on how development's going and the images we're getting now are spectacular compared to that trailer they released a while back. So it's like, yeah, keep going, guys. We're fine with you guys taking more time, especially what with the pandemic. Make this it, game amazing, like we're wait, like we're expect. Did they say what was the reason for him leaving? Though, like, did they say like it was he just? Yeah, it just sounds like creative differences. Really, it sounded yeah, okay. like it was. Yeah, that's always like the big issue with like, yeah, of course, or, like that's when movies. it's the worst case scenario yeah. <laughs> when they do that. Yeah. But then. Yeah, the who's the who's the owner of the? I don't remember line? who would who's. Oh, I don't know okay. if it's like EA or something like that. I'm not sure on that one. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Uh, I I mean I I checked it. I seen it. I seen trailers. I never wanted to play it though. Yeah, 
It just and, and there's just so many other good games to play too. But uh, hopefully we'll get some more additional information on this and and see what's going on with that and uh, what the projected date will be. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, what we're gonna do now? We have some PlayStation news and Nintendo news. We had a state of play and then a Nintendo Direct. So um, for the state of play, I'm gonna go real fast with the things that were shown off, and then we're gonna see what what you're most excited for, Daniel. Okay. First, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade, which is going to be uh, a Final Fantasy VII for the PS5. We have Kenya Bridge of Spirits. That's going to be released on PS4 and PS5 on August 24th. Oddworld Soul, Oddworld Soulstorm uh, is going to be getting a release date of April 6th. So that's pretty soon, and a lot of people have been looking forward to Oddworld. Um, that's going to be on PS5 and PS4. There's a multiplayer dodge, uh, dodgeball game called Knockout City that's uh, entering into beta and um you guys i think you can sign up for beta now if i remember correctly uh it looks like it's just by visuals wise it looks like it's a fortnite overwatch hybrid with dodgeball it's it's hard to explain it actually looks more like a shooter but you're just playing dodgeball um next up we have uh we have i'm uh, sorry we have sifu sifu how would you say that? i think it's sifu which is a fighting game it's like a comp like a um it feels like you're playing like old um kung fu movie you're like mm-hmm. fighting through halls and you're like knocking guys away the combat of this thing looks so silky smooth i love it um hyperlight drifter developer uh heart machines is making solar ash which will be arriving on ps4 and ps5 later this year we got to see some gameplay from five nights at freddy's security breach and man that is clean i cannot believe how sharp that looks uh death loops trailer gives us a new look at the stylish game uh, from Arcane Studios, Deathloop is going to be a done, uh, day one buy for me. I've just um, I've been waiting for that one for a long time, and it got delayed. So again, it's another one of those things. Just take your time, guys. So Daniel, those were all revealed at the PlayStation uh, State of Play. It's not a lot of big things, to be honest. Yeah, with you. It's really not. It's, it's kind of just kind of mediocre. It was a last minute thing. It felt like like a lot of times when they announce a State of Play, they'll do it a couple of days mm-hmm. in advance. This was like one or two days. It was it was like maybe mostly one day we had. Uh, what are you most most looking forward to out of this list? Uh, for out of that list, probably I'd pick um, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. That looked yeah. really good. Um, totally new project, yeah. Yeah, to- totally new project. I'm just gonna probably get it on the PS5. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's no point of getting it on any other because I know it's coming out for Epic Game Store, but uh, I'm planning on getting the new PS5, but the the black version of it because it yeah. looks so clean so i was like i'll probably get it for that and then uh probably get final fantasy 7 finally for the ps5 i am debating about grabbing that i'm debating about grabbing final fantasy 7 i've never played it before and i'm like if you're gonna play a final fantasy game you yeah. probably should play the most popular you know uh i think i'll grab, probably grab that too uh, I, this Knockout City looks so good. You guys got to look at the trailers for that. I think mm. that's going to be a blast to play. I think it's going to be one of those that just takes off. This looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Sifu was the combat on that was super clean. It looks really good. Uh, but Five Nights at Freddy's the one that stole the show for me. Deathloop, I know I'm going to get. Like I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, good. So more confirmation, I'm going to buy that for sure. But Five Nights at Freddy looks so fun. The the security breach one. It's already a really great game. It's one of those games where when I'm babysitting, you know, they're like, "Who play the scary game. And I'm like, all right, let's play some Five Nights at mm-hmm. Freddy. And of course, I'm acting it up. I'm really hamming it up for them when I'm like, oh no, they're going to get me, guys. And like, ah, they're screaming and it's fun. <laughs> so a part, a, a version of that game that actually looks like, oh man, it's going to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, I, there was some good, good little bits there. But yeah, I mean, like I said, Deathloop is the guarantee for me for sure. And then Five Nights at Freddy, I'm going to buy that as well. Remember to get you guys' free game of the month. Uh, well, actually, I'll bring that up next week or next month so that you guys know uh, what it is. But free games each month you guys can get with PlayStation. Might as well be grabbing those. Uh, one of them was Shadow of War, and I've been streaming that, and people have been enjoying the stream. And uh, I actually lost to a War Chief, which was fucking embarrassing because I don't think I ever have. And I lost to a War Chief on stream. And I was just like, okay, that's the end of the stream, guys. I'm going to go cry <laughs> in my bedroom for a bit. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so bad. But I came back and I murdered him. So it was good on the next stream. Uh, last bit of PlayStation announcements was the VR. It's currently in development, so we have no real like images or anything on it yet. We do know that they're integrating some of the best features from PS4 VR. Um, they're also going to be adding some of the controller uh, upgrades that came with the PS5 into the VR controller. So we'll get like probably haptic touch and stuff like that. Would be pretty cool. Expect that next year. 
it's in development right now. Uh, have you played any VR games? Nope, I don't own any VR. Uh, to me, it's I feel like it's more like a, it's a cool concept for and like it's it's cool for when you have guests over, friends. Yeah, it's kind of gimmicky, right? But I'm not gonna be. I don't. I'm not planning on having friends over at my house in my room to play a video game, a VR game. So Daniel, I never you bought have, it. It's important you understand you have friends. I know what you're basically saying that you don't have friends. Uh, but it's important <laughs> you understand you do have friends, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. I, I do, but I I think it's, I'd rather just play other games online with them instead of yeah. like, oh, it's yeah, VR, boom. Like, it'd be cool if it was like, like as, <sighs> VR, like as of like Sword Art Online, you put on the gear and then mm -hmm. it's all in your mind and you control with your mind. That would be pretty awesome, but this yeah, kind of like VR the Oasis from Ready Player One. Yeah. yeah, this kind of VR, like I'm not, I don't want to get up and move and do stuff like that. <laughs> like, I, I just love it. Hit me how lazy that sounded at the last second there. I, mean, I just there like, don't want to get up. <laughs> there is controller play too. I know there is controller play, but it's like yeah. ah, for me, I I don't feel like. Yeah, I'm moving my head all the time, like yeah, doing yeah. stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a, like I said, it's cool, it's cool for like yep. when you have a lot of people. I know a lot of streamers do it too. I watch some streamers playing it. Uh, it's pretty sick, but I, for me, I, nah, I don't think. I, be I, that good. Yeah, the only game I really know, like the reason I'm gonna buy this is basically for Beat Saber because I haven't played Beat Saber yet, and I really want to play that. Other than that, I'm just like okay. I know early on when they were talking about VR, I was like, oh, finally, I can't wait to play like Halo in VR where I'm actually walking around and shooting around corners. But it just is not that yet and it won't yeah, be for a it's, while. it's really not. Do you think this version of VR will ever become mainstream and successful? No. Or is it just going to be a gimmicky? Yeah. I think it's just going to be gimmicky. And like I said, until they... It, if they convert it to somehow doing the whole Sword On thing or the Ready Player One thing... oh. Definitely, everybody's gonna be doing it because you just lay in bed and just, yeah, you know, put on your gear, you're good to go. But yeah, speaking of Sword Art, you were talking to me recently about a new series coming out about Sword Art, or it was a new movies? No, it was a series. It's uh, it's it's more like a a book series that continues. Okay. Or oh yeah, book gives series. you and it has more two levels per book. Yeah, it's like the plan is to have like two levels of the tower in the book and they just want that story to pretty much drag on because it was mm -hmm. just such a good story and they in the anime they just made it into like 10 episodes so it was like yeah. you're on level two and then all of a sudden you're on floor freaking 30 so there's yeah. just so much stuff that was missing that they decided to make these books and uh i read the first book it was really good uh I already got the second and third one, but since I'm reading Midnight Sun, I stopped reading that, but I will be going back to them. And they're not comic books. They're actually just books. Actual books. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check those out, too, um, because the first half of the first season of Sword Art Online is phenomenal. It's yeah. just one of the best animes. And that very first episode that was like the fairy island or whatever it's called, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm done with this. I actually enjoyed that. It's a that. shame. Oh my god, Daniel, your taste has been terrible today. <laughs> Maybe you don't have friends. No. I'm just kidding. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, last bit, we're talking about some uh, Nintendo stuff. We had a Pokemon uh, announced for Switch. So the 2006's Pokemon Diamond and Pearl are getting remade. Um, the it's still gonna be like a top-down view, but just like really clean. And the mm. combat looks like it's sort of Shield's version of combat, where it's like behind the character and really, really badass looking. Uh, will, do you, did you play Diamond and Pearl? Yes, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I had uh, Diamond. I own Diamond. Yeah, but it wasn't that I good. I did, I did not too. enjoy it. Oh, really? I liked him a lot. Yeah. What did you like about it? Just the Pokemon. Just, just that region. Yeah, just that region. Yeah, us us old dogs. It's hard to to get used yeah. to not being in console region. But oh, yeah, yeah I, I did like it a lot. It was actually I think one of the one of the ones I played multiple times. Um, so I probably will pick this up. Uh, the next thing we had was Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus, and it's also in the Sinnoh region, so it's the same as the Diamond and Pearl. Uh, it's an open world you capture by throwing balls at uh, Pokemon, and it did show some battles. It feels like it's in super early alpha, though, because we saw like no text on the screen and yeah. nothing, no HUD even. What do you think this is? I, 
I think it's a potential MMO base game yeah. that you'll be able to see other people online, uh, battle them out, you know, uh, which is pretty awesome. If it is that, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't too happy about the whole throwing the Pokeball thing. Like I was like, eh, that's kind of whatever. That yeah, it, they were like would sneak up on Pokemon and then throw the ball, but that kind of feels like. I like the idea of you have to like weaken them first, or otherwise, what's the big deal? Yeah, because then you see like them battling. So it's like, are they battling just other people, or because then it's I feel like it's like that Pokemon Go. You're just throwing the Pokeball, and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping it's like an MMO, and I hope they kind of restructure it to make it so that you fight before something like yeah. that. Um. But we just don't know. They didn't show us enough. And uh, but I am excited for it. Hopefully it is an MMO because everybody's been waiting for a Pokemon MMO. Yeah, I, I actually think it's going to be a lot more like Zelda Breath of the Wild. And so it looks like that, but just like better graphics in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. A little sharper, less, you know, uh, dreamful kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, hopefully it's it's something good. I mean, it's a Pokemon game. People are going to buy it and we'll, we'll see how it is. I'll probably buy both. I'm definitely buying the Pokemon Diamond remake because uh, I really enjoyed them. So, what is your favorite Pokemon game that's not red, blue, or yellow? Okay, uh, I, so, my favorite one was, other than those three, uh, was... Right, right. Gold. I really gold? like okay. gold. Cause they I went silver the, for that tier. Yeah. Uh, I went gold, then I went silver. Uh, yeah. I like how they added the whole Pokemon breeding thing, and egg thing mm-hmm. concept, uh, it was it was honestly a really good game. Uh, my favorite, like one of my favorite po- Pokemon, were the uh, the cow, the milk, milk drink. Yeah. <laughs> was was it, I think it was, guy. Like, was it like milk tank, milk tank, milk tank. Yeah, something like, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I, I love <laughs> that, that was, Pokemon that game. Sell. That one yeah. was uh, my favorite. I like those. I like the legendaries. Catching the le- legendaries of this game was hard because you'd have to like track them on the map, and they would like move from place yeah. to place. So you have to like intercept them. It was really cool. Um, those were good. Those those came out when I was in high school, and man, I used to like play the shit out of those during during lunch in the band room. Yeah. You know how it is when you're a geek back in the day. You you oh, geeks I nowadays pl- have it so much easier than us. <laughs> I used to play those all the time. I love them. Yeah. But then the new stuff like X Y and stuff like that, I was just like, what are you guys doing? Just make. Oh, I played more- all those too. <laughs> yeah, but just go back, make more yeah. Kanto. Is it Kanto? Kanto is the original. Yeah, Kanto, add more stuff to it, you know? Yeah. You don't have to, like, that story's done. You just go back to add more. Yeah. One thing I'm really looking forward to is the original style of games, because I like that 2D down. Yeah. I mean, like, top-down look. That coming to the Switch, I'm really excited for, because if that works, if this sells well, they'll do all the regions. There's no reason they wouldn't. And, of course, the original. And that, I think, would be the the ticket. I'd be so far into that. Shield and Sword were really good, but that's where I'm at. I really like that top-down look. All right, more Nintendo news. Splatoon 3 is coming in 2022. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Remaster is coming. We have a new Star Wars game that's going to be joining uh, Switch. It's called Star Wars Hunters. It's going to be exclusive for the Switch. We have Mario Golf Super Rush. About time we have a new Mario Golf game. Fall Guys is joining Switch, which seems like it should have launched on Switch. It just feels like one of those games. We have Pyra and Mithra joining from Xenoblade. They're going to be joining Smash Brothers. And it's weird because you actually choose like Pyra and then she has an ability to swap out with Mithra. So it's actually like one character, but it's two. A little weird there. Um, Okay, Daniel. So I got questions for you here. Who do you think should be the next one to be joining Smash Brothers? They're definitely leaning into these like kind of like Japanese anime type games. Seems like with Xenoblade and stuff like that. Who do you think should be joining next? I. I don't know if it's able to, but it would be cool to add like a Star Wars character. Oh, that's a good idea. That'd be. Oh, I th- I'm sure that I'm sure Star Wars and them could come to a deal. Who do you think should join? Uh I think Yoda. Yoda would be dope. He's Find the right with... size for that dude. I know. Oh, and Yoda's the saber would look so good. Dope. Uh, that lightsaber combat would be a lot of fun. And then like just like a force push off the side. Yeah. That's really good. That'd be pretty awesome. That's why. That's. The only one I was really thinking of, uh, well, I have too many other ones. Him and Chewbacca. I want Chewbacca. I'll take Chewbacca. Chewbacca? 
Yeah, it, he'd be cool because then he would have that crossbow that he keeps using as like his gun, and he would be like a slower version of mm. Captain Fox, mm. like uh, of Star Fox. Yeah, where yeah he's yeah. like just slower version of that would be really cool. I mean, they All could right, also just add a Mandalorian to it. Uh, if they want to, like, <laughs> sell all copies of the game, add Mando yeah. to it. Yep. And then, like, especially as he brings out Baby Yoda to, like, crush somebody. Oh, oh. Baby Yoda. I love Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, have you played Mario Golf in the past? No, I have not. It's a lot of fun. It's probably my favorite golf game. Really? <laughs> I don't have to say it's really good. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Um. I'm excited for that. Mario Tennis is really good. When they do these Mario sports games, they last a really long time. It's not like you're buying a Madden every year. You buy one and it lasts for like five years and it's really good for when you have friends coming over. Which yeah. the Switch is like tailor-made for when your friends come over, so it's really good. Um, okay, and the last thing here is what do you expect, what do you want out of a Star Wars game, a new Star Wars game that, that would work on the Switch? Because the Switch is less powerful than say like a big sprawling uh. world. It's less powerful. So what would you want out of a Star Wars game coming to the Switch? Uh, I didn't know it was going on onto the Switch. Uh, I, I, I'm bringing back the, would... the whole thing of Mandalorian game. I want my Mandalorian yeah. game to be built. I don't care. When, uh, quick question. When did you finish watching Mandalorian? Because it feels like you finished watching it right before this recording. No, I think uh, uh, last month. You're like high on Mando right now. That's why I was thinking. Like He probably just no, finished no, no, watching no, no. Mando. <laughs> no, I actually when I was actually doing my notes for this, I was thinking, yeah. man, the the Star Wars note, I don't know if you ever sent it to EA or whatever, but the Star oh, Wars yeah. like Mandalorian game. That'd be awesome. The open world, you know, yeah. that you're doing quests, get better armor, because that's the better thing. And then mm -hmm. uh you get to uh build your ship, fight other people online. Uh that'd oh, be yeah. awesome. Yeah, and amazing. they're just like finding new towns and stuff like that, and they have like yeah. little quest, like side quests that you'd help them out with and be helpful and stuff. That'd be Taylor awesome. Made. Yeah, I think that's good. I would like to see command. Um, what is it called? That old commando game they had was really good back in the day, uh, where you're like a squad of four and just have you like going in doing missions. This hunter game, the Star Wars Hunters, I'm a little worried it's going to be kind of just like a cheesy Fortnite clone mm -hmm. or something like that. It's because it sounds like it's going to be all about bounty hunters. Maybe you go in and you're doing missions. It'd be cool if it was like Hitman, then I'm definitely on board with that. I don't know. To me, the thing I'm most excited here is going to be Splatoon 3, though. I haven't played much Splatoon. Usually it's whatever I'm hanging out with Squeaks because he's a big Splatoon mm. head. Um, so I think that's what they're called. Um, and so I'm excited to try that out. Have you played Splatoon at all? Never. Yeah, it's it's a fun, I'm basically a shooter, but uh with like the graffiti mode from uh Tony Hawk added in. So it's it's a lot of it's a it's a blast. But yeah, all right, guys, that is it for our news this week. We hope you all have a good week. Remember, next week is our 200th episode. So drop us all on social media. Drop in your favorite uh, Geek Freaks episode, you know, top five back in the day. Let us know. Um, any comments you have, write and reviews on Apple. We'll read those on the, pod, on the uh, podcast next week. And that should be a lot of fun. And come on by in Discord and you can chat with Daniel all day. Oh, right, Daniel? Yeah. Yep, definitely. Okay, there we go. See, Daniel's offering to give you mentoring advice. That's really cool. <laughs> They'll teach you how to beat uh, Call of Duty. All right, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.